This is Real Talk with Chris and Julian. We are back for our third, third episode. Podcast, wow, this is exciting. So much real estate going on. You know, um, I'm, I'm really excited because one, I got my favorite pants on today. They are checkered and they fit me great and I love them. You guys will see in a post. Also, three awesome albums just dropped last night. We got um, Offset dropped an album, Father of Four, uh, Gunna, and also Lil Pump. Um, so lots of good music right now, man. You know, uh, I was listening to Offset's album last night. What did you, oh, he said he's gonna, he bought a condo in Miami? I guess, man. I guess those Migos really love Miami. Um, you know, I, I do too, but uh, they really like the atmosphere down here, which is exciting. You I know? think they bought in the W. Yeah, that's what he was rapping in that in the song. The W, the penthouse. Gotta go visit him soon, man. Yeah, Offset, let us know, man. We'll, we'll come take a tour or something. <laughs> yeah, super exciting. So, lots of good music going on, man. Um, lots of big things going on all over the world right now. Yeah. First thing I want to hop into, man, a lot of people know about Zillow. Uh, Zillow is um, almost kind of like a public uh, information system for past um, historic records about real estate property. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's accessible uh, to anyone. Um, and the CEO actually just stepped down on Thursday. Um, the co-founder will be taking it over. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting how we're seeing, um, you know, a lot of this business news come out with people stepping down like Elon Musk. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of political reasons behind it, but I think Elon Musk might've been forced to step down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a new car into space, man. Yeah, I think the SEC said, yeah, well, you gotta step down. Well, it looks like Zillow's doing pretty good. Their stock is up twenty five percent right now with the CEO stepping down and crazy. I up twenty four percent. I just pulled it up right now on my laptop. Three forty p.m. <laughs> stock market's about to close today. Is Friday, twenty second. Wow. Okay. That's, crazy. That's amazing. Well, Zillow, props to you. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Riding that train with your their CEO stepping down. If you could rank these, like, you know, you got Truilla, Redfin, um, HomeSnap is another one, Zillow. What do you, like, use, like, first? Well, I use Demolus. Right. <laughs> well, for, for people that aren't realtors or don't have licenses. Okay. I would definitely use probably Zillow, yeah. Yeah. Zillow, do you know, for everyone that doesn't know, Zillow and Trulia are actually just one company. Zillow owns Trulia. Okay. And then the data is, is just a little bit more delayed on all of these than actual factual data from MLS. Right. And then a problem that they have on Zillow is that there's a lot of fake listings going on. Uh, me and Chris were talking about earlier about all the fraud going on, especially in Miami. Miami was ranked the number one city in, in fraud in the United States. Something to be proud about. But, I mean... <laughs> That's one of the first things my dad told me when I first like moved down here. He's like... <laughs> That's the fraud capital of America. You got to be careful down there. A lot of credit fraud, um, misrepresentation of identification out here, you know, uh, identity theft. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, well, they'll put like a really nice house on Zillow for rent. And a house that'd be worth like $4,000 in rent per month. And then they'll be like, oh, we're renting it for $2,000. All you need to do is mail us some Western Union checks yeah. to a random P.O. box. I mean, and if people fall for it, I feel bad for them. That's why you got to work with a licensed realtor. You got to make sure they're licensed and they're working properly. Yeah. It's interesting though. Yeah, well, but honestly, great for Zillow. Uh, something that people don't know is that the Zillow is linked to the MLS. A lot of people think that realtor.com and the realtors are connected. They are somewhat, but everything goes directly to Zillow first before any other. Right. Well, media. of course it goes MLS and then Zillow. Yeah. Um, of course. You know, so it's it's uh, it's a great platform. I think they have a lot of useful information as long as as well as past information as well. Um, that's that's somewhat accurate. But I use HomeSnap. HomeSnap is. I think there's also different versions because. Um, yeah, advertisement from them all the time. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different for realtors because you have to like, I, I think you can put in your license number and they give you a bunch oh. of access to like premium stuff. But um, I use them because uh, they have a lot of useful ac access to stuff and it's also very usable um, and uh, easy. So, um, but it shows, does it give like a, like a, like a Zillow estimate? You know what I'm talking about? It does, it does. But, um, you know, those are, <laughs> I like to just, you know, Plus or minus 10 to 20% on those always, you know, 
I'm not going to be always accurate, but um, you know, I, I heard in class the other day, it's, it's around, um, you can expect 5% to 20% differ average across the United States uh, on home pricing. So okay. um, it, it's going to be hard to get all that information exactly down to the science. Who knows? Maybe one day when we have all this AI and all this stuff. I don't know. I heard, I forgot which company was trying to do it, but they were trying to make like appraisals like done by like a machine basically done by AI instead yeah. of having a human appraiser go into the into the place and value it I mean I don't I don't really know if it ever gets to that point because how could AI tell like what the value of that kitchen is rather than your neighbor upstairs that has an awful kitchen rather right. than a brand new kitchen that you have yeah I don't know man AI is kind of freaky I, I mean I don't know how they're going to do that I mean that's what they're working on right now yeah. trying to get rid of the human appraisers feel bad for them <laughs> I think they already started, I think, in California. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Or they tried to start and it didn't work out that well. Okay. That's kind of where everything kind of starts, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, we got some we got some news this week. Um, we talked about it, I believe, on our first podcast. We talked about um, how Wynwood is adopting this kind of co-working space and... Uh, Turns out we work announced that they are going to be heading out there. They're going to be leasing. Um, yeah, we kind of called it. <laughs> yeah, we called it. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. Winwood's going to be uh, yeah. gentrified a lot over the next couple of years, you know. They're working on a lot of stuff. Planners are trying to make it a more pedestrian-friendly area, more yeah. walkable area, so you can walk around more, get everywhere easier, feel safer while you're walking. Right. I mean, that's kind of like the whole goal of it. Get as many cars off the street as possible. So, I mean, you just go downstairs from your office and then you can go eat wherever you want. Right. You take a car, you feel safe walking everywhere. Exactly. And they're trying to do this, like making like basically like green pavements down there. Kind of what they're doing in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. For like walking and yeah. biking. Just makes it a lot easier, a lot safer. It looks, it looks nicer too. Right. Adds value to the area. Well, it's, it's safe because people will see that green, you know, and... Um, They'll know that it's uh, it's for a specific purpose. So. Yeah, like we got this picture right here. It looks very nice with all the all the trees everywhere. It people does. talking. A lot of transactions. A lot of commercial it looks, transactions. Looks like a safe place. I mean, you go down and you see all kinds of different businesses, storefronts. I mean, it's nice. all types of different businesses. But it's I good. Mean, no, yeah, it's it's super versatile. You can go there, get yeah, lunch. Anywhere. You can go there and get supplies for paint. Uh, it's yeah. it's a lot of different um, categories. So definitely, yeah. You know, um, Wynwood has been uh, one of our our things that we like to talk about and educate people about is certain aspects of real estate that that people use to um, to make money. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about developers and what's uh, what's their strategies on on how they want to um, you know basically gentrify these areas and, and bring um, attention to these to these different areas, and that's through opportunity zones. So. Um, there's an article that came out about Opportunity Zones saying that um, uh, they're starting, but uh, the gun hasn't fired yet. That's what they say. Uh, We're working on it. So, Opportunity Zones... Explain it to everyone that doesn't know what that means. Right. So, the program allows developers and property owners to defer and possibly forego paying some of their capital gains tax or taxes resulting from the sale of a certain asset. To reap the full tax benefit... You have to invest more than 8,000 opportunity zones around the nation and hold the asset for at least 10 years. So this isn't the normal... You can't do like a, like a quick get in there, yeah. lose the price in the area, and slip out of there in two, three years. These are for ultimately um, high net worth individuals or big funds that... Yeah, big, I guess maybe big corporations that get a, some, maybe some group funding in there. Lots of, uh, lots of corporations. Some yeah, um, you know... I think this is people coming in and investing hundreds, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, you know, millions of dollars into, um, hundreds of millions <laughs> in total, in total across yeah. the nation for sure. But, um, in certain areas, probably, uh, just in the millions of, of, uh, basically, uh, um, affordable housing areas, uh, that create tax incentives to develop one day and, um, create. So 
it's just one of the interesting uh, things that we wanted to talk about. So what's your opinion on it? Do you like it or you don't like it? I think it's really cool how they're incentivizing it. You know, there's a lot of incentives that we talk about in here. We have the uh, 1031 exchange, you know, uh, the uh, tax advantages. So, so it's kind of like a 1031 exchange, but like on a bigger platform for developers. I, I agree. I, I think it's something around those lines. Now, obviously, it's different requirements and stuff, but... Um, yeah, it's a little bit more complicated. There's more money involved. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, it's a lot of different stuff happening. You know, they're saying these opportunity zones are happening in places like Opalaka, um, okay. Carroll City, North Miami Beach, you know, places that um, we'll see expansion one day. It'll be good for the economy, I think. Yeah. Uh, it'll, there'll be a lot of jobs created from that alone. Yeah. Because someone's got to build all those buildings. Right. That are going up there. I mean, I think it's going to be great. It's going to make it more walkable. This is going to look a lot nicer getting a 2019, 2020, 2021 build building in there. Those buildings are beautiful, even the ones that aren't extremely luxurious. They don't have to be ultra luxury, but something that's built new always looks great. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's going to be great for all those cities. It's going to be a lot of jobs. I'm sure other businesses are moving there, like restaurants that are going to want to be under those new buildings. Right. Kind of like the Tap 42 that's Midtown. They're putting them all like in those urban areas. It's all like the same. I think they're trying to urbanize yeah, all those areas. Yeah, I have, I have noticed that with the, especially with the Tap 42s, they put them in, you know. They got the one in Wynwood. I mean, the one in Midtown, my bad. Midtown, they got one um, down in Coral Gables. Yeah, the one in Coral Gables also. They're trying to put them in the, in the urban areas. Uh, I mean, I guess trendy, it's cool. Right. It's, it's gonna be good for the economy, I think, overall. In Miami, yeah, to expand out there, yeah, because uh, I mean we're kind of running out of space over here in Brickell. <laughs> yeah, last um, developable developable lot that we know of was the Aston Martin lot. Right? Yeah, the little tiny lot they're making a huge building out of. One point one two five acres. Yeah, um, all you can do is build up basically, uh, and that's what's coming down to and. Um, I don't know. We still got a couple of parking lots that they might change the zoning on. Yeah, you know, um, we're looking at it right now with the um, Brickle City expansion that they're doing. It looks like they're building some sort of park over here or yeah, something. They got some I like trees. it. You got some nice trees going on. Walk your dog there. All these buildings here, a lot of them are pet friendly. Yeah, they so are. They got to walk their dog somewhere. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it looks like they're building a park. It's better than a better than a building. I like Definitely. that. Definitely. Won't obstruct your view at least. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. And then um, I got this other article here. It's talking about um, how sales have kind of declined. I've seen this in South Florida, but also um, also across the nation. Yeah, I mean... I think it has to do a little bit with the stock market. This past like couple months has just been super volatile. It's been volatile, but I think it's getting better. I think everything is kind of slowing down a little bit. It was too crazy, especially ending the year. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to pick up again, especially with the interest rates being at 12-month lows right now. Right. So 12-month, I mean, interest rates are the lowest they've ever been in a year. So you're looking at four and a half or less if you're if you're going to buy a homestead property. Right. Uh, so I think I, I anticipate the sales are going to pick up, especially with more inventory coming in. I think the problem that we're having right now is that the sellers want too much money. Right. And... And they're expecting sales like it was a year ago. Yeah. Because interest rates back down there. Yeah, I feel you. It's a little bit of a, a price correction. But people are also still trying to get their top dollar right now. Yeah, that's the problem. Because people want top dollar and other and the buyers want want to buy more conservatively because they saw what could happen when the economy gets a little bit volatile. They get a little bit nervous. They're a little bit more nervous because they saw it. They didn't see it in a lot of years until right. ending the year. So once they saw that... They, they kind of held back a little bit, and I think that's why they're a little bit more conservative now with their dollars, right. which, which is good. It, it's normal in a market to have a correction, not to say that we're going to have an economic crash like 2008. There's no faulty mortgages happening anymore. You have to get right. A lot of that was attributed to um, you know, the mortgage underwriting standards and the way that people were getting paid and, and how they were doing it. You know, um, a lot of, there was a lot of conflicts of interest, which will uh, skew the outcome, obviously. So um, there will never be another 08. No. But, uh, well, not for right now, but... Uh, <laughs> we, we have a lot of... We have too many We have a, too many years to say that, honestly, you know? Um, but it's exciting, you know? I think um, a lot of things are changing in, in the uh, real estate market, and um, 
Yeah, right now we're fine. Yeah, right now I think we're, we're just looking, I think we're going to be looking good, especially in South Florida. Uh, we're going to get more inventory, which eventually when there's more inventory, the thing is sellers can keep their prices high right now because people are still buying. Once the people stop buying, like actually stop buying, then they'll lower their prices or when there's more competition in the market, then they'll lower their prices. So, so inventory is going to increase, which is going to make them all forcibly lower the prices of the property. Right. So I think that's going to be good. It's going to increase buyer spending power. Uh, that's what they were trying to do by raising interest rates so fastly, so high, but then everyone got nervous and said, I'm not going to buy anything at all. So it kind of slowed it down a little bit for about a couple of weeks, but now it's picked up again. I'm seeing it. The thing is that the data takes a while to process because once you get a contract in, you have a contract in, the realtor knows you have a contract in, but it right. doesn't go into the actual system of the economy until it's actually closed. So we'll see it like in two months, how the pickup has gone. Right. Which I think it has, at least for myself. Yeah. More and this is, this is just the US, you know, I just, I just pulled up an article about um, China and you know, their, their stock market's been all over the place. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got a trade war going on with that. Right, right. Well, it seems that their their housing market is also is slowed down um, a lot more than than what we've been experiencing. But they've seen about a twenty percent decrease in. Okay. Well, we're not seeing that. Yeah, we're seeing one percent. Yeah, if that, <laughs> you know, it's. Um, yeah, one point two percent right here in January. So yeah. all of us. Yeah. So, um, so China's, China's just been taking a hit. You know, they tried reducing their interest rates. And um, for a while, they were restricting people buying homes. I don't know why. I'm not sure what's going on with their government or anything over yeah, there. Yeah, it's a little bit different over there. All I could speak for is the United States. I know, I know our laws. I mean, I have to ask and right. free food about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it's interesting, um, you know, when you talk about these different cultures. And that's something that we learned in... By by Freyboot was uh, was all the different kind of uh, cultures that the world has that we take advantage of in real estate, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't. I mean, just for the first part here in Florida, we have the homestead exemption, which is a huge thing. Right. I'm not really familiar with other people that other countries that even have that. That definitely incentivizes a lot of home purchases, you know, with with taxes and that. So. Some, something I know about in the, in the Bahamas that's pretty interesting is that you only could own a property in the Bahamas for 99 years. Really? So after 99 years, not saying that you're going to buy a house now and live for 99 years, right. but if you buy a house, you expect for your family and your kids to own it after unless you sell it. So if you hold on to a house for 99 years, it goes back to the government of the Bahamas. Wow. That's a pretty interesting fact. I don't think a lot of people know and think about all of you will right here in Miami that own the houses in Bimini. Sell those things before 99 years is up. Don't try to leave them to your kids because the government's going to take them away from you. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty cool fact. It is. Yeah. I mean, now moving on, uh, I wanted to speak out to all the realtors that are trying to get started in, in real estate. I got started in real estate like about three years ago. Uh, I started my own company now. I'm working with Chris. Chris works for me. We got the polos on and whatnot. Absolutely. Gotta, you know, have, gotta, gotta have a different flavor for this podcast. Yeah, you know, man. we switched it up. This this hat right here is actually going to have our logo on it. Yeah. A couple of podcasts away. I'm pretty psyched for them. Everything we have, by the way, is Nike. Like, we don't wear any of the... Gotta have uh, Nike. Dry yeah. fit. We were walking here. Yeah. It was raining. Away. We're like, we're not even worried. Not even getting wet, except for the nice pants. Yeah. <laughs> we got his favorite pants on it. I can't destroy these pants, man. So. Yeah. But going out to all of you guys, coming realtors, first thing you got to do, pick up your damn phone. I'm tired of realtors <laughs> not picking up the phone, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, man. It's something that, uh, it's not even like a call twice thing because they'll still. I was telling you today when I got here, you got to call someone six times for them to pick up the phone once. Yeah, if your conversion rate is six to one, you probably have a problem with your phone. I mean, it's not like I'm the only one getting paid on the deal. Someone else is getting, <laughs> they're getting paid on the deal also. They're another realtor on there. No, but seriously, going out to all you guys, uh, you know, the name of the game is just getting as many eyes on you as possible. Uh, talk to a lot of people, network. Don't. I hate to sound cheesy, but don't be a secret agent. Yeah. Like tell people that you're a realtor. Like right. don't don't be scared about it. Post it on your Instagram. Post it on your Facebook. Do social media marketing. Yeah. Tell people at your gym, at your school. If you still go to school. If you have a nine to five, which you shouldn't, if you're a realtor. But tell people at your nine to five. Right. That you're a realtor, because I mean, everyone. 
Everyone needs to buy a house. Tell all your friends, just don't be scared about it. Even if you're starting off, if you're starting off and you don't know, just someone's gonna have to give you a shot somewhere. And what you tell them is that, look, you're young and you're starting off and that you'll work harder than the older agents to, to get your client's trust. And that's, that's the way that I started off because someone gave me a shot. And someone will give you a shot eventually and you just gotta work for it. You gotta work towards it and just be prepared when, when the time comes. You gotta, you gotta keep studying your books. You gotta keep checking out the market because when your time comes, you gotta know when the client, if you could find what the client wants, when he wants. And yeah, but again, please start picking up your phone, guys. Uh, that's that's critical. Time is always of the essence. Exactly. In every single deal. So many yeah. people change their minds within a couple of hours of of making a deal or signing on a deal. A lot of different pieces have to come together to make a deal work. So people don't realize that there's two realtors or two real estate companies. Then there's the mortgage broker, the guy that does the mortgage, uh, the title company. There's an inspector that goes on, an appraisal that goes on with the bank. There's a lot of different things, and every minute is crucial because a client can change his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And also, please. Contractors as well, you know? Yeah. You gotta make sure what you're. Uh, a, a lot of money is made in real estate transactions, a lot of money touches a lot of different hands. Yeah, it does. I agree. Speaking of touching different hands, nice job, Julian. This is a great connection. Yeah, we're now, working on it. I don't want to scare people, but I'm going to talk about dirty money. Okay. I like it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't like it. no one likes dirty money. I like clean money. But um, so the, um, the Treasury Department came out with, um, I guess, an announcement. Like they weren't already doing it before, where they're going to start targeting LLCs that were pay, uh, that paid for properties in cash. Uh, they found a correlation okay. between dirty money and LLCs in cash. So um, it says here that uh, previous sanctions against Russian citizens have already led to the seizure of real estate in New York City. Um, this has reached President Trump's desk. Um, the, the claims are worth over 200 billion. Um, it's kind of interesting, you know. We have all these different, um, all these different, you know. We talked about international buyers last time, and yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, and we also talked about the people coming in from New York, right, and whatnot. That's you so know, basically they're cracking down on LLCs that bought properties cash, right, to find out where the LLCs got the cash from to buy. Yes. Okay. Well, it's gonna be hard to do. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> no, because these people are good at their jobs, you know. If well, at least they're buying real estate, okay? Yeah. So you sold drugs <laughs> back in the day. You're trying to flip it around and invest in real estate. What's right. the problem here? Tell the tell the You're going to get hit with that Rico. Racketeering. <laughs> no, that, that's a that's a that's pretty cool news that they're doing that. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's honestly good. I mean, right now we're at a place where real estate is doing well, you know, if you got to kind of Maybe those are the guys that are making the really high offers. You know when you go check out a foreclosure <laughs> and you're yeah. valuing it at like let's say it's worth 250,000, you're like, "Okay, the max I'll pay is like 250 because yeah. it's worth like 250 and you see an offer like for 280 like, how's this guy paying 280 it seems only worth 250 yeah he doesn't care bro he's trying to put the money into the real estate yeah smart investment better than the drug yeah better than the drug business or whatever they're doing yeah <laughs> it is interesting you know um and a lot of people talk about that that time value of money i know um when when venezuela was hemorrhaging their um currency um People were just trying to get it out. They didn't care if they had to pay 20% over what they were asking as long as the money was getting out. because they the were U.S. dollars. Yeah, because they were losing more money as it was sitting in a Venezuelan account than if I were to over, uh, overprice or overbuy um, you know, a condo here or wherever. And, um, you know, it's just, yeah. it's crazy. We're really blessed. Over Regarding what's going on in Venezuela, you know what's going on there with the presidency? I don't. If you want to inform me. Okay, well... <laughs> Well, basically, I'm not 100% sure it's happening. I don't understand it fully. Basically, they have like a dictator in office okay. right now, yeah. Udo, and then uh, Trump right now is saying that he doesn't recognize him. He's trying to do something to get him out of out of office. But we know here in Miami that Miami real estate is heavily affected by by Venezuelan customers, yes. especially Doral Brickle. Mm-hmm. How do you if if Venezuela goes back to democracy rather than, rather than a dictatorship? How do you think that's going to affect? Miami real estate. Um, Do you think the like the if citizens Venezuela, of Doral would go back to Venezuela or not? If if they go to democracy rather than staying as a as a communist country, I will say 
and this is about the only information I know about the subject because President Trump was at Florida International University on Monday. And you know, I, I with watched the Panthers. And yeah, with the Panthers, <laughs> Panthers man. Uh, but I remember watching a speech, and it was towards the end. And um, you know, he had a nice point saying, um, you know, the people that that left from Cuba, they never go back. You know, it's just yeah, part of true. it's just part of the. Um, the way and you know it's just it's so great to live in this country and the amount of freedom we have and I think I I think that people will stay here um, enjoy it you know the reason why people would go back is for family you know if, right. if you got family you either want to make sure they get out or or um, or you know find out a way to to keep them happy so so the verdict is you think that the people stay here in Miami rather than move back to Venezuela yes Okay. I what think you, so too. You think so? I mean, you already have, you left Venezuela in exile. Yeah. You already have a life developed here. Right. Like you might have came here, you might have moved here to, to Miami without kids, but now you're married, you have kids. You're already gonna pull your kids out of American schools, Miami developed schools, mm-hmm. to, to put them back into a redeveloping country when you know the United States is heavily developed. There's a lot of opportunity here, there's a lot of credit here. Yeah. That you could, you could make something out of anything. You yeah. can get loans from anywhere now. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing we don't think about. Not every country has a mortgage market or a secondary mortgage market. Um, you know, I think this has to be one of the. And people get mad at it too. Yeah. They don't know how to take advantage of it because, I mean, okay, you might not be able to get a million dollar mortgage because you don't qualify, okay? Right. But you have some credit cards. You get, I promise you, you get $10,000 on a credit card. Yeah. So. I think this has to be one of the, the easiest countries to get a And at the cheapest interest more. rates, too. I mean, yeah, you get interest rates. Uh, well, on your credit card, you're looking a little bit higher, like 15%, which might be like a regular rate in another country. Right. We're, exactly. we're thinking about 15% as really high yeah. because it's a credit card, 15 17 21%. And that's also another thing is, you know, when our parents were, when they were in the 80s or Yeah, they 70s, had it extremely it was, high. It was extremely People high. bought cash back then. Yeah. And then people are complaining now when the interest rates jumped from four to five. Right. Back in the day, they used to be like a ten. Right. So, so it's still historically low. It's still those times. well now. Well now it's back down. How it was twelve months ago, but right. when it jumped up from four and a half to five to five and a half, people were like, "Oh my god, it's so much higher!" I'm paying twenty dollars more on my mortgage <laughs> a month. <laughs> uh, they didn't. It was just like something in their head that their CD, their closing disclosure, said instead of being four and a half, it was going to be at five. So I think it was just like a, a mind game going on. People really have to take advantage of how cheap the money is in the United States. That's, that's in other countries, they don't have that advantage that we do. It's cheap money. We could buy anything. Mm-hmm. Almost anything. I mean, at least as, at least there's some collateral that the... Yeah. That, <laughs> speaking of... Uh, that the bank could, could get. Speaking of, uh, of dirty money, man. Let's talk a little bit. About um, who was it? Hold on, I'm trying to find the article here. Okay. Yeah, well, Chris is trying to find an article. I'm here staring at some beautiful Miami real estate. <laughs> you know how it is down here. For everyone that lives in Miami that's hearing this podcast, I appreciate you guys. You guys should come to Miami, meet up with me and Chris. We'll be able to show you the town. Uh, there's a lot to see down here. I mean, all the way from Heat games to Dolphin, Miami Dolphin games. Uh, anything, really, that you're looking for. We have entertainment for everyone. We have some of the nicest golf courses in the world. Uh, that's for, I mean, well, I'm just saying, I'm going to say older people, but I'd be down to learn how to golf. I, I know Chris would be too. He's wearing, a, he's wearing a Nike golf hat right now and Nike polo from golf. I used to play golf, actually. Really? Not anymore, though. Okay. Well, you look like a golfer, actually. But what I was going back to is we have some of the nicest golf courses ever. Uh, beaches, obviously, are amazing. Anything on Miami Beach is great real estate. I love Miami Beach. Some of my favorite parts of town. It's a little bit further from everything else. So you got to get you got to get over the the Julia Bridge. So that that could add, that could add twenty minutes of traffic to. To your daily commute so that's why i like to stick to the brickware area it's a little bit closer to everything else i love it here we have some of the best i keep on saying this in every one of my podcasts if i have any new york viewers on here please call me out and tell me if i'm wrong 
but Miami has the nicest views in all of the United States. I can't talk for other countries because I know there's some crazy stuff like the Caribbean and stuff like that with amazing views of the water. Because our, our water's nice, but but it's not as clear as the other water. Right now I'm looking down at the Miami River, which according to Chris changes colors. It 100% changes colors based <laughs> off the seasons. People don't believe me, man. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know, man. You're going to take a picture and send it to me. <laughs> Dude, like a before and after picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's amazing, though. I mean, we saw some, we saw some nice yachts. I mean, well, today's a Friday, but we're talking about regular weekends. You see some of the nicest yachts passing by here. I think I feel like Miami is like a vacation city like people, it's a vacation it's like a permanent it's a permanent vacation for people in here and, and we don't all appreciate it like we should yeah i agree i gotta take out more boat days yeah what's going on with the uh the boat idea here julian a lot of great sun going on out there think about buying a boat yes what should i buy we need a, a chavez sponsored boat chavez international real estate boat so we can drive internationally. Yeah, definitely makes sense. I like we, it. We could drive to see our international clients in the Bahamas on that. Yeah, exactly. No, um, and you know, Bahamas is so close too. We don't take advantage of that. Bibby is, I think, 60 miles away. You get there in an hour and a half on, on a regular boat. If you're going on a cigarette boat, you might get there in 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's the closest island off the shore of Miami. Actually, it's to the east of Miami, to the east of Miami rather than south. Because a lot of people think that Cuba is the closest, but Cuba is not the closest. Cuba is definitely not the closest. Cuba is 90 miles away from Key West, which is four hours south. Right. Yeah. From here. Key West is a nice spot also. Have I've, you been to the Bahamas? I have been to the Bahamas. I've been to the Bimini a few times, uh, which is part of the Bahamas. I've been to Nassau, so it's a little bit further out. But my favorite, my favorite one of the Bahamian Islands is Bimini for sure. Actually, a lot of I know a lot of people in Miami that own real estate in, in Bimini. That's how really? I know about that law that I mentioned earlier about the 99 years and whatnot. Wow! So <laughs> incredible houses. Like they have houses down there. They have townhouses down there. Everything incredible. I mean, built like 2010, so they're fairly new. Obviously, with the impact windows, brand new roofs. Really nice tile. Yeah. Back, back here would have like the dock to put your boat, which right. is obviously everyone definitely has a boat because how else do you get to the island? They have a little tiny airport. Right. Unless you own a private jet, I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> so you can charter a boat, you can charter a plane to get over there. Be there on a plane in 20 minutes. Be there on a boat in an hour. Yeah. Very nice. Let's talk about Robert Kraft, man. What what just happened? Robert Kraft. Crazy. I'm looking this up. Robert Kraft is the owner of the Patriots. I believe he was charged with prostitution and human trafficking. I mean, okay, yes. Accused of soliciting sex, uh, solicitation of prostitution in Florida. In Florida. This is Florida. This is local news, man. Yo, local news. Yo, they should have been on the first. This is breaking news, first off. This happened Sorry. just like 32 minutes. This is breaking news happening right now. Robert Kraft, man. Who would have thought? Well, what's wrong with you, man? What's your problem? <laughs> so you own like a multi-billion-dollar more money sports team. Come more on. money, more problems, man. He just created that problem for himself, man. I know exactly. You, you didn't got, have to do that. You got all the problem the money. would have been if Tom Brady would have retired or something. <laughs> Interesting stuff, bro. I'm reading about this. Oh my gosh. We're finding about this right now. This article's coming, we're, we're recording this right now. About International the, human trafficking operation. This isn't... Well, but out of Florida, of course, we got the port down here. I don't know he's bringing the people in through the, through the containers or what he's doing. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely breaking news. Right Let now. us know in the comments section below if you think um, if you think Robert Kraft is, is in the wrong or if he's in the right. If this is just made up or if this is something real. Is this fake news? Is this fake news? This just know. came out. So. We really don't know enough in the subject to give an opinion. Or at least we, I don't know enough right. about what's going on here to give an opinion. Because this might just, we might look, we might check our iPhones tomorrow and see that this is all fake. Someone just wrongly accused him. Yeah. So Robert, sorry if you're hearing this right now. That would be amazing because that means our podcast blew, blew up huge. <laughs> but also, sorry to accuse you. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're not saying much, but um, all we got to say is, come on, man. All that money. Another thing I want to tell people is, all, another thing I want to tell people that are buying real estate right now, stop looking for the perfect deal. Yeah. Perfect deal doesn't exist. A perfect deal only exists looking at it from hindsight. Okay. Looking at it after the deal is done, after you've profited and done everything. But you can't look at a perfect deal from the beginning. Right. Think about it right now. We're, we're in 2019. Perfect deal would, be, would have been if I would have bought this lot in 2008. Right. So it sounds like perfect deal now, but in 2008, you're not thinking about it like that. You're saying, damn, this is kind of a risky deal. Who knows yeah. if the economy going to get better? The economy might continue to tank. Listen to this advice. Holy smokes. This just came out, um, and I know this because uh, I was, I was going to take uh, a girl out to dinner last night, and uh, nice. I mentioned... I mentioned going to Paracones for the last time before they close, and they close. So RIP Paracones at Brickell. I'll finish the story. Where are they moving? They're they're a little bit south. Uh, I want to say like it's it's honestly like a South Brickell kind of uh, location. It's off. It's near like Thirteenth, uh, near Rickenbacker, kind of. But um, don't they have a temporary location? Somewhere? They have a temporary location right under here. Um, Paracons, if you want to open up shop there, that'd be sweet. Make it permanent, not just... Uh, Yo, we got to try that place out when it opens up. Yeah, yeah. What so, kind of food is there? I think it's Italian. Oh, it's like fancy food? Yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's good food. Okay. But um, the thing is, and I read an article about this. I thought it was super interesting um, because, honestly, I was genuinely pretty mad that I missed out on the Bricka location. Is um, The owner, uh, they call him Paracone, which is the name. Um, you know, he started out here a long time ago, um, back when there was nothing here, you know, five, 10 years ago, Brickle wasn't Brickle. It was still basically downtown Miami. Right. Um, there wasn't all these big buildings. There wasn't all this beautiful architecture. What do you, what do you think branded Brickle? Uh, the shopping and Like how did Brickle become, go from Miami, Florida the to architecture? Brickle. It's just so many different things, man. It's got everything. Architecture. I like the city center. Like it's, when you walk, when you when you drive in here. The city center really just kind of the huge thing is this brick, brickle city put center. Put the like nail, yeah, yeah. Put the nail in the, uh, the in the coffin and, and really established brickle as a as a place and as a epicenter. But one thing that I wanted to mention was uh, Mr. Paracone, His strategy was real estate. So Man. back when this wasn't wasn't um, a place to be at. This wasn't a very sought after area. He bought his restaurant, and now he prides himself, you know, this is something that I think a lot of people should should understand is this this guy went in and bought a place for 775 grand, right? So under a million dollars, great size lot. Now it is surrounded by uh, skyscrapers, uh, great retailers, excellent restaurants. It is an excellent restaurant. Um, they just sold it last year for sixteen and a half million dollars. That's I can't even tell you the percentages on that. That's a large amount of capital gains. Man. Yeah, I mean yours, you know, sixteen times the amount, over sixteen times the amount of what you bought it for. Um, and this guy really prides himself on owning your own properties. You know, he says, you know, I try to uh, maintain that all of them are purchased and okay. under. So you don't think he's gonna stay at the location next to American Social? Because no, they're not selling it. They're only leasing it. I would, Unless he makes a deal with the owner. Yeah, I would hope that would be sweet because that would do a lot of uh, great things for this building. But um, I think they're just using it temporary because there's no sign up. Um, that place has been vacant for a really long time. I do want to try it out. I actually have never ate at Paragon. Yeah, maybe we'll go try it out. Yeah, man. There's actually some more breaking news coming out right now. What do we got? Elon Musk just bought five California mansions. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He didn't buy him cash. He took out $61 million worth of loans to buy those mansions. Really? What do you think about that? What, do, what does that say for the economy? It says, get your get your loans now. What, what do you think about loans? He's one of the, Okay, he did some crazy stuff. It's cheap money. Exactly. He did some crazy stuff with Tesla, but you know he has the cash to buy. Yeah. But he knows that he can make more cash investing it somewhere else. money's cheap, exactly. Money's cheap. He's getting that money at 4%. That's awesome, yeah. He's getting that money at 4%. If he has that money in his bank account, which he's reinvesting to something else, then you get 10, 12, 15%. Yep. That's just real estate. Yeah. And a more risky investment, you get 20%. Yeah, and obviously he's not living in all five, you know, he's so, just gonna rent them out. Or that's whatever. a huge reflection of 
what millionaires are doing, that they're taking advantage of this cheap money, which is what you guys should be doing. So many people complain about why they're not rich, why they're not successful. You gotta start doing what successful people do. Yeah. You can't just do whatever he's you a, feel like doing. He's a great example of it, man. And, uh, you know, I, I forget when he sold PayPal or something, he invested all of his money into different places and he had to borrow money for rent. Because <laughs> because you uh, you gotta put it in the places that'll expect most uh, return and, uh, you know, capitalize on those, whether it's using financing or, or on your own, you know, which what which is what he did. But for real estate, it's a little bit different, especially with the interest rates that we got right now. So, yes, sir. It's awesome. What do you think? Should we go um, hit some questions up? Wait, We're at the 40-minute mark. Hold on. Before, before that, I want to I go back to something that was like a huge trend in real estate for a while. Okay. Is cryptocurrency still a thing to buy real estate? No. No. There was one transaction I saw in, in South Florida and with a On Bitcoin. the MLS now, it's like an option to buy with cryptocurrency because it's still a thing. It's all you, man. You're talking to the viewers right now. I know nothing about Bitcoin, by the way. Cryptocurrency? I'm sorry. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead to me. Honestly, um, I, I don't know too much about it. I know some people got rich. Some people didn't. So People are still talking about it here. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it, the the title is called "Will Digital Currency Open the Door to More Black Market Buyers?" And that's originally what created Bitcoin was people needed to store the store the cash somewhere, and best way to do it is where there's no um, where there's no I guess uh, trace. So we're going live right now. We're showing this guy's drawings. Yes. We're gonna go live. This is the first time YouTube is gonna see us go live. Oh really? This is interesting. We're live right now. Oh, oh man. Sorry man. We are live. Here we we're go. live right now. We're waiting. Hopefully, catches. Remember last time we didn't catch it? It's a Friday, so maybe people. Friday at 4 o'clock. Come on. Yeah. By the way, YouTube, sorry about uh, last time. I know we promised, uh, but editing is very hard. And, uh, okay. We, we, got, we got someone in there, Alden, before. Ask us a question about real estate or business. So. All right, let's wait for, for a full, few more people to flow in here. We might have to restart it like we did last time. Remember last time we restarted it and then we got a bunch of viewers? Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. Okay, some people are coming here. Flying Jay. You know what's when up, like the, you know when the DJ is playing the song and he's like, all right, play it back, one more, one more. <laughs> that's kind of what we do with the Instagram live. Yes, sir. Yo, that's your My brother. guys, JJ, what up? Yo, that's Flying Jay. Yes. Yo, so pro. Me and Jay, uh, we bounce business ideas back and forth. Oh, uh, for real? Where are you from? Guy. Jay, where are you from? You're still there. Okay. Jay's out of St. Louis. That's okay. one of my uh, that's one of my dogs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Single family investing or multifamily investing? What do you think? I'll let uh, you answer this first question first. You know, um, I'm going to take a page out of Grant Cardone's book, honestly. Come uh, on. <laughs> I think I think it is smart to buy more doors, man. Uh, you know, percentage-wise, and your uh, VAC is a little bit uh, uh, more different um, compared to if you were to buy a, a single family and rent it out. You know, it's either you're renting it or you're not. So it's either zero percent or a hundred percent. If you're spreading that out over one property and you got, let's say, five doors or four doors. Um, it rents out at different percentages. As long as you can try and keep that full, you're gonna minimize your losses. Um, and I think over time, um, you know, I think single family homes are a little bit riskier. Multifamily is a little bit less risk. Um, so I think uh, they both they both make up for themselves. I, I would uh, stand by multifamily. What I have a think? different opinion. <laughs> yes, this is, why, <laughs> this is why Jillian's here. I wanted to refute everything that I say. All right, so Chris doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, so this is going on. I don't have anything against multifamily homes. Grant Cardone, I have something against you, though. But <laughs> I go with whatever has a higher cap rate. It doesn't matter to me if it's okay, single family, yeah, yeah. multifamily. It's anything. more risk. That's all it is. Anything know? that has more of a cap rate. Man, it's in your name, <laughs> Mr. Cap rate. Mr. Cap. <laughs> Yo, for, for the people that are, that are coming into our live, uh, just... Pass us a question for us to answer it right now. Perfect. We're not getting anything. We're not getting too much traction right now. We had to like restart this just like last time. I don't know what's going on with Instagram these days with the update and whatnot. Okay, just one person. Yo, who we got? Who we got here? Flying J Love. 
I just wanted to. You know, Thanks for the you. question, Jay. Thanks, we appreciate man. I appreciate it. you, man. I want to meet up with you. Come to Miami, man. How cold is St. Louis right now? Let me know. <laughs> we should be out on the boat, Jay. Come on. Is it actually cold there? Oh, it's freezing. I was sweating walking around here today. <laughs> <laughs> it's warming up. Restart it. Yeah, Jay, we're gonna restart it. We'll be back. Play that back. <laughs> it's interesting when we go live, you know, we get to learn all the different patterns on when people are on their phones and when they aren't. I think the best traction we ever had was on a Saturday midday. Actually, no, it was, no, that it was morning, a Friday. That early morning Friday. Like morning. I don't know why people want to. Weird. Well, I guess the first thing I do is look at Instagram when I wake up, so. It was really early, also. Should we go live on my phone? Yeah, do it. Can we? Hold on. We'll, we'll wait and see what's going on with you, and then we'll go online. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anyone looking coming good, in here? Good. Looking good. Yo, let's go online. Hey, I've never gone online. This is the first time we're gonna go online. See how this works out. I don't even know how to do it. Okay, we got four people joining in here real quick. Six people joining in here. Everyone that's in here right now, what we're doing Ooh, right. is we're we're on a podcast right now at the same time as yes. video. This is being recorded. It's going on YouTube. We're we're real estate people. Can you guys ask us any questions you have in mind? Forty and rainy real estate. Swoop okay, so in Miami. Yes. Coming in here, man. Jay. Anyone that's not from Miami, you gotta come to Miami. We'll show you the good weather. It was actually really hot walking. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, we got to get you down here, man. Come down here this summer, all right? We'll get you a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you, you're you always welcome here, man. Okay, but we'll still get you a nice place. You want to move here. <laughs> yes. So, who else see. we got? Nivet, JP, Gabby, you want, anyone that wants to ask us a question about real estate, we can definitely help you out. Nivet looks kind of mad. Is that a middle finger? I think it is, man. Nivet, I'm sorry. Sorry we hurt you, man. We got some content on the waterfronts. Yes. Soon. Soon. Okay. Well, let's try out the live on your phone. Like, a lot of people pop in here really quickly. I don't think I've ever done live, so... How do I Click do it. this? Live on Instagram. Let's go. Live on Instagram on multiple devices. Turn Where's this right? one off. I want to use the stand. Sorry, guys. Oh, I you want to use, use the stand. Bye. <laughs> All right. Checking connection. We are officially live, man. First time going live. Let me get that stand. Perfect. Got the stand. Yes. First time going live on the Mr. Caprate account. Let's check it out. Check it out. We got. Ooh. Colin Schindler, what's good? Ooh, is that your boy? Me and Julian are, are discussing um, real estate topics, business topics in general. If any of you guys have any questions or, or comments, let us know. Definitely want to help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some knowledge. This is our first time going live on my phone. I'm so excited. Yo, Mr. Caprate. It probably gave the notification to people, honestly. Oh, yeah. I probably said Red Ruby 98 came up. This is our first time going live. <laughs> I saved it for a perfect occasion. We got, okay. we got a couple people going here. Everyone's sliding through here. Explain to, to everyone what we're doing here. Basically, we're... Oh, it did give the notification. Oh, it did give the notification. <laughs> Perfect. So, what we're, what we're doing today is we're talking about real estate news, uh, real estate topics nationally and, and locally, um, as, well, as well as some educational pieces for, uh, for people to learn about. Um, stay tuned for our uh, podcast. We're going to have it on YouTube, Definitely. Spotify, iTunes, Breaker, Yo, Anchor. I, I love that we're, we're everywhere. We're, we're, on on, we're, everywhere. we're on eight platforms. That's crazy. We're getting out to a lot of people at one time. Look at this. Man. Look at this right now. Yeah, this is Inception. Yo, this is actually... Oh, yo, people get to crazy. see my pants. <laughs> see my pants? See Perfect. Kind of weird. Okay. So, yeah, we got more people coming in here. Okay. Let's. So, what do you want to do? You want to, like, wait for some people to, like, roll in here? Yeah, just start firing questions away. Ask me anything. We're everywhere for people joining up new. We, we got a bunch of people rolling through here right now on my, my Instagram Mr. Caprate's Instagram. It's also National uh, Margarita Day, if, if you guys didn't know. Yep, we're celebrating that today. Super Definitely. excited. Yeah, yeah, about to no, go do you that. Oh, it's almost 5 o'clock. We're going to wait till 5 o'clock. Yeah, we get some happy hours somewhere. Yeah. Yo, anyone wants to ask us any questions about anything? 
anything about these shirts, about Nike, about real estate, about the view. Come on, Liz. I know you got some questions about real estate. Okay, we got some people in here. Yo, Leo Diaz, if you want to ask us a question, we can definitely assist you with something. You want to buy a place? Questions about leases, rentals, Airbnb, you ask us, we'll answer. Okay, I think that says Hollis. Are you Hollis? Hollis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is pretty exciting. Okay. No, mad people rolling through here. You start waving at people. Okay. Yo, everyone start waving. Yes. Wave at me. Wave at me. Oh, Tiffany Gonzalez Cuevedo. Oh, Anthony Valenzuela is back for more action. Yo, we're doing a live every Friday. We do a live. Hi, Tiffany. If anyone wants to ask us a question, we got a lot of people rolling in here. We're, what we're doing is we're, we're doing our podcast right now. You're being recorded on our podcast on our YouTube channel. We're putting out on a bunch of different platforms. We're on Spotify right now. You guys are on Spotify. Yeah, we got a couple. Of, we got Apple. a couple of people here. So we got Jen FKD. Okay, giving us a little thumbs up. Shout out to you. You know, uh, we hope to uh, do some um, some experiences with you soon. Uh, Colin Schindler asks, "Where's the Airbnb spot in downtown?" Okay, in Miami, Florida. We know that, uh, so what is it that we, we went in and saw it. It was at the W, okay, right? Yeah, they do Airbnb at Airbnb the w. There, definitely. You can't do Airbnb here. Um, you can't do it. You, you can't do it in Miami Beach for sure. Yeah, Miami Beach is super it's strict. strict. You get fined $14,000. Yeah. Or I, I believe it's actually up to 20 grand. Oh, really? Is it 20 grand? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think. Anthony, I thank you. Time allowed, but Anthony, no, I don't know. Anthony Valenzuela said to keep hustling. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Uh, let me know. I hope you're doing good, man. Jay's got a really good question, man. Okay. Airbnb, does this affect property values now that vacation homes can be utilized <laughs> like and come of your, of your own schedule? So the reason why Airbnb has gotten so much scrutiny in the neighborhoods is because... You know, you can only imagine having a new family in and out every, uh, every week. Me, and, um, you know, that, that creates an imbalance in the uh, community. Um, and it also, you know, in a short term rental, people tend to care less about the actual... Uh, uh,